This is Small Talk with 101 ESPN's Michelle Smallman. Hi, my name is... Steve, I feel like we should reintroduce ourselves because it's been a minute since we've done a Small Talk episode. It is Small Talk, episode 161. In case you forgot, I'm Michelle Smallman. And I'm Steve Cerruti. What's going on? Uh, I think we're the same people, but who knows? I don't know. It's been a weird month and it's been a busy month and it's been, uh, I don't know. I think some good things, some weird things, but we are back. I'm excited. I haven't seen, we just caught up for like a good half an hour before we started taping and we're going to probably recap some of that conversation too, but uh, it's good to see you again. What's up? It's good to see you. And we are not the same people because the first thing I said to you when I caught eyes on you was, oh my God, your hair speed. It's It's the longest I've seen it in years. Yeah, I don't really have a plan. I was just out in LA. We can get to this uh, as well for work for a few days. And I was thinking about cutting it beforehand, but I was too, you know, I was too lazy. I didn't actually make an appointment. So I'm like, shit, I guess I got to go out there with this long ass weird hair situation. I haven't cut it in months. And it's not really because I have a plan. I'm not really trying to do the man bun thing again. I feel like that's a, that's a past version of me. I don't know if I want to return to that. We can talk about that in a second too. Um, and I basically wear a hat most of the time. I would say like 90% of the day I'm wearing a hat. And I just don't want to go to sleep. So it's much easier. Like, you know, when you go to work every day, it's like, all right, you got to get ready. You have the routine. There's a cleanliness thing. Like I'll trim my beard, but I just haven't cut my hair and I have no reason for it. Um, and there's no, no rhyme or reason behind it. But um, I hope it looks good. It's a little bit weird. It's a little bit shaggy. I look a little bit homeless, um, but I think in a good way. But uh, yeah, here we are. It's good. Homeless in the best way. Now, when you're not wearing the hat, how are you styling it? It's kind of like the, the just put a shit ton of product in it, and, like slick it back Pratt Riley style. And I don't look as good as Pat Riley did back in the day. Probably. I, I think does. I'd like to look better than Nobody him now. Does. Although he still looks pretty good for, what is he, 80? Um, but it's mostly just out of the shower, give it a little rinse, get some water out of it, and then bang, slick it back, flares out in the back. And, you know, I don't know. There's really no like, plan rhyme. I don't part it any which way. It's a little bit too short to do the bun situation yet. I guess we should just get into this now. Because at some point, like, I don't have any plans to cut it. Do I do the bun thing again? Is that something I should return to, Michelle? Because I feel like I've done it once and I don't know if the second go around on the bun, one, you know, I've already done that look. And two, is that look kind of over? I know dudes still have the bun, but I kind of feel like that's like I did it the first time when it was actually trendy. And now I feel like I'm just hopping on something that's a couple old. Like, are the Gen Z kids going to look at me like, who's this loser millennial guy who's walking around with a bun? A couple thoughts here. Number one. I follow this girl on Instagram and her husband is really hot and he has a man bun. Okay. So it's not dead. He's hot not and dead. the man bun looks hot. So the, so the man bun is not hot or it's, it is hot, not dead. <laughs> the block is hot. There you go. The block is hot. The man bun is hot. He is hot. Number okay. two, are you blow drying this mane or is it just mm-hmm. naturally flipping out like it Carol na- Brady? It naturally flips out. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Uh, if I blow dry it, it's like really crazy, but no, it's, I have, I just have naturally beautiful hair. What can I say? I just, you know, it's amazing. Um, and rub it in, rub it in Steve. And number three, you know what the cool Euro styles are because you watch soccer Are any cool soccer players rocking the man bun. Oh, there's yeah. your answer. Oh yeah. I think too many dudes make the mistake and I probably have made this mistake because now I've got a couple little tattoos on me, even though like, I wouldn't regret them. I like them. But a regular dude who's like, I want to look like a soccer player. I don't know if that's an attainable goal for just like, a regular guy. And so, yeah, of course, like a soccer player can rock this sweet man bun. Or I don't know if you saw Kristen Pulisic's new haircut, but he frosted the tip situation. Um, he did some weird highlight situation all around his head. He also has that weird thing where it's like long in the back, but it's really short on the sides. It's hard to explain. But um, but he's a soccer player. So those guys can kind of get away with, get away with whatever they want. Um, I feel like as a as a professional who has to be in Zoom meetings during the day, I'll go, I guess I'm wearing a hat, so it doesn't really matter. But I don't know that I could pull that look off day to day. We'll see. Yeah, Google did not help me. I'm going to Instagram. Type in, type in Pulisic new haircut. It'll come up. I'm looking him up on Instagram right now. 
because I know it'll be there. Oh, okay. So it's shaved on the sides, a little frosted on the tops. Yeah, but you see the back it's situation is like post. long in the back. New hair who dis is his post. Mm. Yeah, it is long and kind of skunky in the back. I'm not, I don't love the back. I don't either. Honest. I don't, I don't get that. Look. A lot of dudes trying that look out though. I don't know if I'd ever, I'd ever pull that off. But when we were growing up, if you had long hair in the back, that's dangerously flirting with a mullet. And that's kind of yeah. what I feel like this look is. It's like a short mullet. <laughs> it's just in a weird way. Um, and I, I like, love, love you, Christian. Like you are Captain America. You can do no wrong in my eyes, but it wouldn't have been the hair choice I would make. Um, but if Christian so Pulisic upon- showed up with a man bun, it'd be great. So upon further examination, and by that I mean a further zoom in, it kind of looks like he let a young child go to town on his hair. It almost looks like the sides are uneven and the colors in the back are kind of dotted. It looks like a kid who was trying to get into the barber game got his first cut, but just on a soccer superstar. Yeah, is this like the male version of one girl try to cut their own bangs? And he's like, Correct. yeah, I'm just going to like take a little off the side myself. And he just takes two <laughs> two buzzers and just zips the side, accidentally oh dips God. his hair in some bleach and calls it a day. Listen, oh, uh, here's the it. thing. Pulisic needs less hair dye and more beard situation. The beard, when he has a beard, he's a handsome looking man. He's a good looking guy. He absolutely is. And I'm with you. Uh, I'm looking at a picture with a beard. See, he ca- this is the look he should go for right here. A little curly in the front and mm. the beard that's maintained. A young, that's a young man's game. He's, he's, he's getting a little older. Maybe he's trying to look a little adult. But every soccer player at one point, I'm, I'm convinced of this. Great. And this is when you try to convince me this for a long time. Every soccer player at least bleaches their hair once in their career, in their life. It just gets a soccer player's rite of passage. And I have yet to do that. Maybe that's my next thing. Like, right? Like, maybe I'll bleach my hair and then cut it in like, that cool way. Um, and that'll be like, my haircut when I officially decide to do it. And of course, I'll do it for the pod. What's up? Uh, but uh, but I don't know. I know I, bleaching. I, again, I'm three, 33 years old. Like I don't know if a 33 year old non soccer player who's about to be a father should be bleaching his hair. Well, that's what I was going to say. Big news. We haven't revealed it on the pod. I know you shared it with Ryan, right? I think you told I did, yeah. Ryan, you told me on your pod with uh, Rosillo. But Saruti is going to be a dad. And we are thrilled. We, we, we are very thrilled. That's why we like, are I, I, we, I know people are like, oh, we're so busy. You guys haven't done a pod in a month. Like, well, how busy can you really be? It actually has been quite busy. And one of those things was, uh, yeah, my wife and I are having, we're having a girl. She's due on Halloween. So your boy will be a father soon enough. And I don't really know. It's kind of like that. Like, I don't really know what to do with my hand situation from Ricky Bobby. We're like, I don't know what I should be doing. Like, I know a lot of people read things and I've watched some YouTube videos and some clips. Maybe I'll read some stuff here. But and I was talking about this with some guys on the trip to L.A. that I just came back from um, who are dads or who are expecting dads. What do I what am I supposed to do in this situation? They're like, is there like a how to? And they're like, no, baby comes and you just adapt and your life is never the same ever again. So I think that's kind of what I'm doing. But uh, but yeah, we're really excited. And I don't know if you know this, like Halloween's like my favorite holiday. You know, I love Halloween. I, like, I love I, I love scary movies. I like candy. And it's such, it's so not on brand for me because you would think that I would hate Halloween and be like, oh, this holiday sucks. Like dressing up as Lane. Actually, I think it's really cool. So the fact that she's due on that day seems uh, seems like, I don't know, I don't believe in fate or whatever or any of that stuff, but it does seem pretty cool. So, well, I believe in fate and it's so meant to be. Yep. <laughs> Yep. And it's a girl. And as we know, Steve, you wanted to be a girl dad and you're going to be the best girl dad. Cannot wait for baby C to arrive. But I also think if you're going to bleach your hair, now is the time. Because once the baby comes, you're going to go into full dad mode yeah. with the joggers and, you know, the Air Maxes, walk in the stroller. I'm already there. I see- yep. You're already there, but I think that you need to do one crazy wild hairstyle before she arrives. And what better time than the summer? I think you need to just cut it short, bleach it, do it for the pod. And then by the time the baby's here, you'll be back to you. Is this like a 
my version of a baby bachelor party. It's like the before you have a baby, just do something crazy yes. with your style. Dye your hair. Yeah, I don't know. It could be kind of cool. I don't, or I could just be one yes. of those cool dads who dyes his hair. You know, show up to soccer practice and it's like, who's this Euro looking dude with the edged haircut and like, the blonde beard? Like this guy's kind of kind of edgy looking. I mean, that would be cool. Like in New York City or like in yeah. Europe. In Glastonbury, Connecticut, Uh, I don't know how that would go over, but we'll see. I don't know, Steve. And I feel like there's always going to be something like, oh, her one-year-old birthday party. You can't bleach your hair before that. There's going to be always be some event where photos are going to be required of you and your child, and you're not going to want to do it. This is literally your window, YOLO. Did I ever tell you about... I had a buddy and his wife, one of my good friends, was so I could tell this story or whatever, and they still talk about it to this day. They were like mad that that I didn't cut my man bun off for their wedding because of the pictures really yeah it's become a thing and i i'm not saying that i was going to cut it before their wedding because i probably wasn't going to but i definitely wasn't going to when they asked me to do it so uh so i don't know i'm a very stubborn hair person so i guess i don't know we'll see how that goes okay not to like diss on your friends steve but why would they care that much about what your hairstyle was at their wedding i don't really know i don't really know and I, I think want my friends to feel great and feel comfortable and feel like they look their best. Yeah. And then they were kind of mad because I shaved it like probably probably three, four months after their wedding. And they're like, oh, you couldn't have done that before. And I'm like, no, no, because you were no, you you wanted me to do it. So I, I was vehemently against it. But uh, I mean, what is this? Years. The Yankees? Is this the Yankees? Like yep. you can't have facial hair. You can't have a man bun. Jeez. I know it didn't make it didn't make a ton of sense at the time. But uh, but yeah, it was a very strange thing. But um, anyway. Back to Baby C. She she will be very excited to uh, to have Aunt Michelle. I'm I'm assuming spoil her at some point, and uh, oh, we'll, we'll see how gifts have already been purchased. I'm, I'm just waiting sure. for the yeah. I'm just waiting for the baby shower because I'm like yeah. don't send don't send things now. Wait until the baby shower until it's appropriate because you know I'd be sending things um, on the doorstep. But she's she's going to be geared up. We'll just put it that way. Baby ba- C is going to be uh, geared up from Aunt Michelle. We, and we have a you're going to throw some questions at me at the end of the pod, right? With my ready to be a dad one on one. Yes, from some website yes, you found I've, so. So we'll look I found a to quiz. We're going to determine how ready Steve is to be a dad. And I think that on the 9th, when she's due in October, this is a good thing to do now, Steve, because if you fail the quiz, you've got time, my man. Yeah. I feel like you as a dad, you're just going to be audibling all the time. A lot of Omaha's in there. You're going to be like, okay, she doesn't like the bottle this way. Omaha, let's try it this way. And it's going to work out. It's going to be fine. You're going to be awesome. Yeah, my sleep schedule is already weird. Um, and... The hours that I'm awake, whatever, my work schedule is all over the place. I feel like, you know, we'll just throw a kid in there. Like, it's going to be more chaotic and insane. We also got a World Cup right after right after she's born as well. So it's kind of a sort of a busy time of year. But uh, I don't know. Before we get into this other stuff, and we'll do the quiz a little bit later. Getting back to baby clothes, though. I yeah. don't understand baby baby. You They wear them for like a month, and then they just grow Correct. out. It's absolutely yeah. insane. Like, how do we not have a system figured out where, like, people just rent or pass down baby clothes? Because there's no, what's the point of buying them? No, but like with other, I guess, I mean, I know people like sometimes it's sketchy when you share clothes with random people, but I see all this stuff and it's like, all right, yeah, they wear this from six months to, you know, to a year. So it's, it's only good for six months. Then what do you do with it? You just donate it, you give it away. Like, it just seems incredibly wasteful. I wonder if it's like a rent a baby for clothes because I mean, I'm not going to be yeah. keeping most of this stuff. And then it seems like your family also, they send you so much stuff that you don't even need that you just have like extra, extra clothes everywhere. Um, and that's probably why you have to more, have more than one kid. I guess I don't know for you. Like your parents were, you're you're an only child, so your parents. I don't know. Well, you had cousins though. That's I guess they were able to share clothes with. But if yeah. you're an only child, like what are you doing with all this extra over stuff? It's wild to me. So I don't you're know. donating we'll it. I guess all my friends are having kids, and they are once their kids outgrow things, giving huge bins of clothes to my other friends. Be like, take this. Pickup trucks Go and grocery bags full of shit. Oh my god! By the time I have a kid, Steve, if I have a kid, I'm, my kid's going to be the best dressed kid on the block because all my friends' kids are going to be older by then. 
That's honestly, you're yes, that is actually correct. But you would also, you would, I mean, Maddie was like this too. She already has a pair of bands, of course, like baby bands that you know. I she know. Has to wear. I was on the phone with her when she was at Target when she was FaceTiming me outfits. I'm like, you have to buy that. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. <laughs> everything is everything is so cute and tiny. The shoes get you. You're like, oh my god, this little baby moccasin. I she has to have it. I had one rule though with my family, and this is mostly towards my mom. Shout out moms. I know she listens to the pod. What's up? Love you. But uh. I was like, I don't want anything. I don't want any any word T-shirts like "Baby's First Kiss" totally. or like you know some pun. I don't want any of that stuff. Like I don't want any of the schlock of like my mom. Like God bless her. She bought all of us for last Thanksgiving these food themed T-shirts. Somebody had mashed potatoes. Somebody had gravy. Somebody had turkey. And I'm like, Ma, I'm not. I'm not wearing this. Like I'm sorry. Like you know me. I'm I'm 33 years old. You know me for 33 years. You know that I'm not wearing this shirt. And I'm like, I, you can buy all the clothes you want. You can buy all the stuff you want. I don't want any schlock gear. So, so far, so good in that department. But I mean, she hasn't been born yet. So I guess we'll see when she comes. So I quickly Googled it. Um, and God, you would hate all of these. So the first one, it says made with love. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Which pass. I just know you Hard hate. Pass. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I see one where the dad has a t-shirt that says top and the babies and a onesie that says taquito. Again, pass. You would actually, okay, this is actually a good one. This one just came up. Like, I, I, I don't want a t-shirt where like I have the, you're killing me smalls and she has the smalls t-shirt. Like, I don't want that. I don't want that no. t-shirt. I don't want any tandem t-shirts. I don't want to be matching. I don't want any of this bullshit. If you like that, congrats. I'm happy for you. But like, that's just not going to be me. I'll have regional manager on my shirt and then she'll have like assistant to the regional manager. I don't want any of this stuff. I don't want any of it. I don't want it. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm a downer. You don't want I don't one. Want that yours says copy and hers says paste. Nope, I do, <laughs> I do, I do not. I absolutely do not. Oh um, my god, I do think I'm going to order you this one though. It's a onesie that says "Daddy's Little Star." <laughs> oh my god! Just know that will be donated to the trash can. <laughs> Daddy's Little Star. She would be like, "I hate you for sending this." Yep. But you again, you know me too well. Like I know you would do that ironically, and you wouldn't spend any money on it, so it would be funny. But pass. Hard, hard pass. Oh, she will be daddy's little star, though. The apple of your eyes. No, she will be. Like, she will be spoiled and it'll be amazing. It just won't be through T-shirts like that. It'll be much cooler stuff. Oh, she's going to get some St. Louis City soccer gear. Don't that, worry. That's she, totally acceptable. I will absolutely put yeah. her in that for sure. Yeah, she's going to be a City SC fan. She just doesn't know it yet. Yep. Yep. She'll okay, have an MLC so before. Yes, she will. So before we get to the baby quiz, which we're going to do later, <laughs> already, Steven. I'm already nervous for this. I'm going to go like over 10. People are going, this kid, this guy's having a kid. Like he can't even take care of himself. What's happening? By the way, I read the questions and they're really hard. Like, uh, I don't even think I know how the answer I'm already is. going over 10. This is going to be fantastic. Okay. But you know what, Steve? It's an educational opportunity. This is an opportunity for both of us to learn about babies. Got to know my flaws before, you know, no, honestly, knowing what you're bad at is better sometimes than knowing what you're good at. And that's right. I'll, fi- I'll figure out what I need to improve upon in the next couple of months. By the time your kid here comes here, there's going to be no holes in your game. No. You're going to be ready to go. Undefeated. No you're going to be like Jim in the office when he was diapering a football. You're going to be like, I could diaper anything. I'm ready to go. Yep. That is the part I'm not looking forward to, by the way. But anyway, we should. Uh, is anyone like, I can't wait to change diapers? Oh, I think, I think there are people that, well, like, I don't know. I guess so. But, you know, I know somebody who has, by the way, these reusable baby diapers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that seems like a terrible idea. Like, I love the environment, but that seems like a terrible idea. I had a friend who tried it and it lasted like a week and a half. And she was like, F this. <laughs> you <laughs> F could throw it in a this. trash can or you could wash it yourself. And that, 
discard of the waste or something. Pass. That's going to be a no for me, dogs. Yeah. You know what? I will recycle everything else. I'm going to use a diaper. I'm sure there's some eco-friendly actual diapers that you can toss yeah. and use. But once that is done, we're done with that. But um, Steve found out that he was going to be a dad and then subsequently went on a bachelor party. And we haven't even talked about this bachelor party. But um, I did. Sometimes Steve and Maddie and I do like a full Yumi and Dupree moment where Maddie will FaceTime me and Steve is there. And then the three of us just end up talking to yeah. each other. And so uh, this, I think, was on speakerphone. But this was right after you got back from the bachelor party and then you went to a wedding. And I think the words were, Steve looks like a homeless man. I did. And you, I think said, no, I, or I kind of do or whatever you said, but your voice was like, it sounded like me after a weekend in New York. So I know you were a little banged up and I need to hear how all of this went down. If anybody wants to see my wife, Maddie posted the picture of me on Instagram at a wedding after. And I, I straight up said, I was like, I look like an alcoholic. I was like, my, my nose was red. I was puffy as fuck. My hair was like kind of still that. wet in a weird way because I just was an odd situation. It was hot that day um, at the wedding. Shout out to Juice and Mallory. Love you guys. Um, I was really feeling it. I was kind of nervous. So this is what happened. Um, it is my future brother-in-law's bachelor party. It was in Charleston, South Carolina. Great spot. Isle of Palms. We were close to the water on a pool. Big ass house. But it was all younger dudes, Michelle. It was like, so I was the oldest oh. guy there. Not by like a mile, but like I was a couple years older, I think, than everybody there. And there was supposed to be a guy older than me that was supposed to go. But he actually couldn't go because his four-year-old had a recital that weekend. Which I'm like... Does she is she gonna remember that now? I don't know. Maybe when I have a kid, now, I I know he wanted to go. Like I know he wanted to go, and I know it wasn't his decision to not go. But he ended up not being able to go, so I ended up being the oldest guy there. And uh, either way, I had a fun time. But let me tell you what the best decision I made during this bachelor party was. Day two, I switched from Bud Light and Miller Light to uh, tequila sodas, and that mm-hmm. honestly could not have been the I, that was the best decision I made all weekend because. I don't know. I hadn't drink that. I didn't drink that much beer. Again, these guys are young. Like we're playing pong or whatever, doing that stuff. And I like that stuff. I just hadn't done it in a while. And I let me tell you, I barely even ate because when you drink that much beer, it just fills you up. Like I was never hungry. And I also had insane reflux the first day at like 9 p.m. that I was like, guys, I have violent hiccups. Like I have to go to bed. And I just Irish exited and passed out until the next morning. So day two, you know, switching to way, tequila soda I- was absolutely fantastic and crucial. You know, by the way, after you left, they're like, he's in his 30s. <laughs> uh, but So I was actually kind of self-conscious about it. I was like, oh, man, these guys are going to think I'm super lame. A bunch of other guys apparently right after that went to bed. I'm like, oh, now he did it. Oh, it's, good. It's, it's like a safe move for everyone else to go to bed. It was also the first night. So we had been partying all. And I we got there at like 11 a.m. because we had a 6 o'clock, 6 a.m. flight. So we had been drinking all day. And you know how draining that is on you. So actually, it was a very good, smart decision by me. And a lot of people copycatted me after that. Nice, Steve. Look at you, trendsetter. Yeah, you broke the dam. They were like, oh, I'm so tired, but I can't be the first one. And then you were like, see you later. I'm in my 30s. And they were like, well, Steve's going to bed. So am I. Yeah. And the groom got, I want to say, over the course of four days, I'm not sure he got 10 hours of sleep. I'm not sure. In four days. We weren't like going out to like fucking clubs or whatever and doing crazy shit or it was just Fair like clubs. we were having a good time we were just up late we were by the pool yeah exactly we honestly went to like a local dive bar called the windjammer so outside the windjammer and there was like some 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 weird music playing uh some <laughs> some 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 b b minus probably c plus uh, food was there as well but we spent a lot of our time there and it wasn't like it was like one of those new york bachelors where everyone just like blacks out and doesn't know where they are it was just like mm-hmm. a very consistent long beer drinking situation 
And uh, yeah, I, he probably averaged like under two hours of sleep every single night, which is insane to me. I would have died. That is youth for you. I couldn't do what, that anymore. What's the last bachelorette party you went to? Because bachelorette parties seem much more, they seem much more fun in a way. Like they're much more low key. Like I think all the girls sort of pace themselves a little bit better. Now, again, I, I grant, I'm sure there are ones where people get absolutely wild, but a bachelorette party, like usually there's a pool, they're drinking by the beach or eating like really good food. Dudes just always go way too hard, way too early. And then they just kill themselves on like day one. And then they're basically surviving the rest of the time. Yeah, that's because boys are stupid. Like, I'm sorry, Steve, you are. You guys are dumb. You're full dumbasses. What was the last Um, bachelorette party you went to? So the last bachelorette party I went to was last summer. I was in Miami for my girlfriend Stephanie's Mm. bachelorette party. Good spot. Oh, it was so fun. Um, I have one hard rule about bachelorette parties. I save my A-plus game for boat day because your girl thrives on a boat. I am never more of my best self than when I am on a boat. And if I'm going to a bachelorette party, I know night one, I don't need to bring my A game. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be drinking, participating, making everybody laugh, whatever you want to, whatever you want to do, I'm in. Will I be taking shots? No. Will I be eating before I go to bed? So I have a good base. You betcha. Because I am saving it for boat day. Because I know when I wake up on boat day, we're doing mimosas. We're merging into rosé. I mean, it is going to be an all-day thing where I turn it all the way up. So I save it for boat day. And usually that works out because boat day is always either the day before you go home or the second to last day. And then the second and then the last day is kind of low key where you kind of ease until yep. you go home. So that always works in my favor. I never go super, super hard night one. Yeah. That was my and mistake. that's where you made the mistake. That's where I found. But you know, that bachelorette party was really fun, but I don't feel like it was as wild as some other ones I've been on because we're in our thirties now, you know, we're not like, like the, the bachelorette party, in Miami, I went to prior to that was like five years before that. And we were going to live and mint rhino or no, that's a strip club, I think, but, or like mint club or like whatever the hell they're called, you know, and we're getting bottle service yeah. and raging till like 5am. I mean, that was a totally different stage of life. I've done that too, from the dude's perspective. I think I've told this story about um, the bachelor party I went to in Vegas where my buddy lost twenty two thousand uh, dollars. Yes, which one of our favorite stories <laughs> was less than I was less than ideal, and that was. Um, I prefer the we just rent a big ass house near the water. That's my vibe. It was a, my bachelor party. We went in the middle of nowhere, Millinocket, Maine. It was fantastic. There was nobody around us. We had a huge house on a lake, um, and we just kind of got after it and drank and we did whitewater rapping one day. I would take that every single time over go to a big city and hit the clubs and have to like pay covers at all these stupid places. And you're driving around everywhere, having to figure out how to Uber. And you're basically having to like round up everybody, make sure, you know, everyone's kind of okay and moving around and not puking anywhere and embarrassing themselves. If everyone's at a house together, I just feel like not only is it easier to do, it's actually more fun because it's less stressful on you. And you can just Mm -hmm. go to bed whenever you want, as I did on night one. So I much prefer the rent a gigantic house versus ball out in a big city and go to a bunch of clubs. Yeah. Um, the bachelorette party that I planned, I was the maid of honor for my um, girlfriend Jackie's wedding. This was when I was in Connecticut with you. We had rented this sick house on top of a hill in Austin, Texas. It had a pool. I mean, there was like 20-something girls there. I had a whole spreadsheet. I had asked everyone, what do you want to eat before we got there? I had groceries delivered. So everybody had the cocktails that they wanted and the mixers they wanted. We had enough stuff for breakfast. We had Very late night brand. snacks. We had candies. There was fruit there if you wanted fruit. But that was awesome because everybody could wake up at their leisure, grab something to eat. You know, I had 
a boat day plan. So we had a, a party bus come pick us up and then we went to boat day, but we brought all the booze with us. So everybody had something they wanted. But the best part about that is that when you get home and you're really banged up and you're really tired, there's frozen pizzas there waiting for you. Mm. And there's ranch that I had delivered waiting for you. <laughs> and there's a bagel if you want it. You know what I mean? There's all sorts of snacks that are available because that's one thing when you stay in a hotel, like we did in Miami, I'm like, what time does room service close? Can I get a Turkey club? Like what is going on? Cause when you go out and you party like that and you're not used to it, you need to eat something before you go to bed. And that's what I, I my caloric intake. Well, I shouldn't say that because I probably drank a lot of calories, but I think between there was like a good, probably 20 hour period where the only thing that I ate was two jumbo hot dogs at a golf course. And oh my God. let me tell you, that is not health. That is not how you feel good at all the next day. No. Um, and I think the next night we ordered this just like terrible, terrible delivery pizza. And we ordered like a hundred of them, obviously. And dudes were obviously. eating that like the rest of the weekend, just like cold out of the freezer. Um, and the food selection, like not only are you drinking a shit ton of stuff, but you're also eating just terrible food. You're basically living in college again as an adult. And the damage that that did to my body, I was not the same for about a week and a half. Like I was legitimately ill for a week and a half. And on top of that, so I didn't even, I mean, this is, I'll tell the story now. So right after that bachelor party, I flew to the wedding that we were talking about. That's where I looked like an alcoholic and my hair was really greasy and I just was like red overall, even though I did do a good job of putting sunscreen on, but it just, I don't know. Like nice. I was still, I was still red. Friday. But once I got back from all of that, your boy got COVID for the second time. And so oh, I, was just, no. I, was just, I was just out of commission for, uh, I was out of commission for a good week and a half after that thing. And it was, I don't even know if it was because of hangover, COVID or both, probably both, but, um, Man, that was the first time I felt like really fucking old. It's like, man, I can't, I just can't hang anymore. That's a fun game. Is this COVID or a hangover? <laughs> I, well, you know, it's funny. I kept testing negative. I'm like, all right, I guess I'm fine. Like some other dudes tested positive. I'm like, maybe I, I escaped it. But I'm like, well, it's just like day four. My throat still hurts. I'm not yelling. I've been yelling for three days. You know, we are obviously doing a lot of yelling at the basketball party and whatnot. Um, but, uh, but yeah, then I ended up testing positive. I'm like, great. This is, this is super fun. So the icing on the cake is your boy ended up with COVID. Oh my God, Steve. Well, I'm glad you're back to a hundo P because you were struggling there for quite some time. You're looking healthy and good right now. Thank you. But the fact that you were on this bachelor party with young dudes leads me to a question that I have for you because I'm in an interesting conundrum right now at the gym. And I posted this on my Instagram story, I don't know, maybe a week ago. And a ton of people DM me and they're like, you need to ask Saruti and Rosillo this question on life advice. And since I am not an anonymous person and I don't think I can submit it to life advice, I'm just going to ask you here right now. You're at my disposal. So why wouldn't I ask you? I like it. Okay. I th- although I think you could get preferential treatment on life advice if you wanted to. Like we'll be like, I could just text Ryan and be like, yeah. answer this for me. Well, yeah. because I would just text him and he would give me the answer. It doesn't need to be read on the pod. That could be like another fun spinoff though of life advice is that we take our friends and like fellow celebrities questions because you are a celebrity at this point in your life um, and be like, this is our friend, Michelle Small, and she's kind of a big deal. And she has a question about the gym. That actually could be a fun little side note. So the next time I'll answer this one now, but the next time you have one, actually submit it to me and we'll do it on the pod. I think that'd be fun. Okay. Well. I might need Ryan's advice on this. You're going to help me yeah. out, but I think Ryan might be the key to all of this. And Kyle, I, you know, I'm a huge Kyle fan. Who, um, yeah. who is not a Kyle fan? So recently, Steve, you know, it's summertime. As we mentioned, your girl's going to be on a boat, I'm sure, at some point in the next few months. Got to get the bod right. You know, we're trying to get some abs working here. I've been going to the gym a lot. And I go to this gym 
And I'm the type of person I need, I either have to go to a workout class or I go to my trainer. Someone has got to tell me what to do because I'm not going to do it myself. I'm the girl that goes into the gym. I'm going to do abs. No, I'm just laying on the mat, scrolling Instagram. I'm terrible. Um, so I make appointments to go see my trainer and let's say the appointments at noon, I will wait until 11 59, 59 to get out of my car. That's mm-hmm. just you, what your girl does. She's Same. a procrastinator. Yeah. So I showed up, let's say 10 minutes before sitting in my car, listening to some tunes, to some future, just getting hyped up for the gym. Oh, future. Let's go. Hey, the new future album has been on a repeat. It is so good. Love the new future album. Always. Love if you it. haven't listened to it, you need to listen to it. Steve, you'll love it. Um, a little A plus content for you. Wait for you is if wait for you is not my number one lo- most listened to song on Spotify wrapped at the end of the year, it will be a massive upset from something else. Mine is, uh, I think for like two years in a row, I had Life is Good by Future and Drake. Like two years in a row in my top five was that song. And Maddie's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, listen to this. I'm like, no, the song's fucking awesome. So yeah, oh, good. share that. By the way, that was in my top five too. <laughs> yes, let's go. It's such a good song. It's such a good It's song. the best workout song ever. <laughs> oh, it is I love so it. good. I love it. Anyway. So good. You know, it's kind of like you can listen to that in the car. You can listen to it if you're getting ready to go out. It's a workout song. It's great. So anyway, I'm sitting in my car. I'm listening to the new future album. I'm like, oh my God, my trainer Paul's going to kill me today. And all of a sudden I'm noticing a trend, Steve. All of these cars are coming up their parking and one after one, all these dudes are getting out of their cars and they all look like the same, just like the onesies, copy, paste, copy, paste. And it dawns wait, wait, on what are we, me. What, what, what are we talking like? Are they meatheads? Are they? They're like... bros. They're bros. And okay. it dawns on me, Steve, it's summertime. Okay. All the dudes are back from college. All the frat guys are back. Oh, right. They got like and so yep. <laughs> one by one, they're getting out of their cars and it's cut off tees with big holes in the side. Oh, A lot yeah. of them. A lot of them were wearing really short shorts. Some of them mm-hmm. were wearing spandex shorts, which I didn't know if that like was a, a bike new, short. A new, Interesting. Like a like oh. a male bike short that's short. It's not like for an actual bike. It's kind of short. Yeah, because I, so, I won't hate on a five inch inseam. I'm a short short right. guy. I got skinny legs, so it is what it is. But uh, yeah, I don't do know. If, I don't know if I'd ever. I don't know if I'd ever go for the for the bike short situation. Though I think you got to have some thighs for that. And I don't have that. But but I respect it. It was a choice. risk. Yeah, it was a risk, Steve. But a lot of these guys, great legs, so they could pull it off. Um, can I say that if they're in college? I mean, I don't know. Am I cougar yeah. for saying that? But they are built. These I mean, guys listen, are built. Yeah, it's fine. And one by one, Steve, they're getting out of their cars and these outfits. They got these jugs of water. No, the gallon of water, like gallon jugs <laughs> of gallon water. Ju- the gallon jug of workout water gallon is jug. my favorite dude thing. It's so fucking funny. It's never. Not and they funny. all hoist it up like a gallon jug. And they, some of them have headbands. So I'm watching them going. I'm like, oh my god, the dudes are back. Like, all the dudes are back which normally means you can't get a machine, you can't get the weights, whatever. So I go in and I'm telling my trainer, Paul, this, and he's like, oh, they're all back for the summer. You're going to see everybody here. So I'm looking around and this is like, it's like mean girls, Steve, the dudes, the bros at the gym are like the plastics. They're like the cool guys at the gym. They all kind of congregate and they do all these cool workouts and they're drinking their water. They take the jugs and they prop their cell phones up against the jugs and film themselves squatting. And then they'll go to the mirror and they lift up their shirts and they're taking selfies for snap. And they're, Wait, you know, like you think sending it is, to girls. This is not cool. But they're all there together, like hyping each oh. other up. They're very supportive. They're like, yeah, dude, you got it. Don't skip leg day, bro. Uh-huh. Have you seen the new Maverick? It's sick. I loved it. Oh, my God. <laughs> but they just 
seems so fun and fancy free. You know, like what a great time in your life when the only thing you have to worry about is trying to look good to go to the pool to impress some sorority girls or whatever. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I know I'm older, but I kind of want to kick it with the dudes at the gym. I kind of want to infiltrate the cool kids. What? Okay. Okay. But what, what's the end game here? Like, you're going to hang out with these guys? I like, know. I don't know what the, like, what, there's no way that you guys have anything in common. First no, we're not hanging out. We can never hang out outside the gym. It's strictly a gym. Are night. you saying, like, you're going to get coolness by association? But who else? Yeah. Like, the, do the people that you're interested in actually being friends with care about any of these people at the gym either, though? These are, like, the Brads and Chads of the world. Like, I don't know if, I don't yeah. know if you're looking to, like, associate with them. I don't know if you're going to be like, hey, we're going to be friends. I guess you could be gym buddies, but, like, are they going to give you lifting advice? Like, what do you want from them? This is kind of what I want. Yes, lifting advice, protein advice. I mean, I could get all that from my trainer. Are you on a protein regimen? Are you doing protein? Oh my God, that's a whole thing. I constantly am not eating enough protein and this is why I can't get stronger and my arms are just weak. I mean, look at this. It's so sad. But the protein, or as I found out by over, over like eavesdropping at the gym, protein, <laughs> they would know what's that. up. <laughs> they would know what's up. But the thing is, Steve, is that I just feel like I need to be motivated to work out more. Okay. And if these young dudes would accept me into the fold, I would be like, yeah, I want to go hang out with Connor at the gym. Today's the day we're doing like, you know, yeah, peer back squats or whatever. Right. You don't like, disappoint the bros. I get it. Yeah. That's right. I am a peer pressure type person. And more than anything, it just seems like they genuinely are having fun when they work out. Like they are enjoying themselves. And I do not. I play for the tie. I work out so that I can eat what I want and that I feel okay getting on a boat. That's the only motivating factors that I have to work that's out. That's great. That's a but, great, by the way, that's a great motivate. I think that's what everyone should try for. You know, play for the tie, look good, feel good about yourself, but still be able to eat tacos when you want to. Yeah, we're going to eat tacos tonight and it's going to be fine. We're going to have a margarita, but then I'm definitely going to go to the gym tomorrow. Or I'm going to go salad and run the day after. That's what you got. 100%. That's what you do. Play for the tie. Small men motto. However, I'm like, okay. I put this out on Instagram and the responses were hilarious. I was like, how would I infiltrate the crew? Like, should I go up to them? I'm really good, Steve, at taking photos for people. Should I be like, hey, don't take a mirror selfie. Like, I'll take a picture for you. But then they're like, who's the old person asking to take a picture of me? No, there's no good. There's no good entry point is what I'm saying. And so that's why I need life advice. How do I get the young dudes at the gym to at least give me the head nod when I come in? Like, what's up, Michelle? So you're doing the split squats. Keep up the good work. Okay. First and foremost, I respect the angle that you're coming at here. Like at first I was like, why do you want, why do you want the approval yeah. of the Brads and Chaz? The no, it's not approval. It's not approval. Um, but I, 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 need, I understand I need what you're saying. Hide. You want to be a part of the crew because you want to be in their like motivation center and you want them to, you want, you want them to think, you know, it helps your workout if they're like actually noticing you and noticing your gains and noticing how hard you're actually working out. I totally understand. <laughs> I actually think, I mean, have you been around a fucking college or like, you know, 18 to 22 year old kid? Those, okay, I, I don't so, think, I don't think they need any, I don't think you need an in when like, an attractive girl walks up to them asking them anything. Like, it doesn't matter what you ask, they're going to be in on it. I'm so I don't, I, now. no, I don't, I actually think that might I'm help you. Now. I actually think that might help you. And if you, let me ask you, I'm going to ask you this for real. None of them have checked you out at all. Like, I find that hard to believe. I, I find them, I find it hard to believe that none of them even have not, they've noticed you at the gym. There's no way that these dudes mm. have not noticed you at the gym. 
I don't know, Steve, I show up and my hair is in a messy bun and I'm lifting 15 pound weights complaining to my trainer. Oh, so I mean, you're not one of those people that wears makeup to the, that like wears like the makeup, the gym makeup and what the like no dresses makeup. to the nines to work out. I never understand that either. I guess unless- So here's the thing. thing. And here's the thing, Steve, when I was in college, the dudes that I knew were not working out unless they played football. We knew some athletes that obviously mm-hmm. their bodies were their temples and it was their scholarships that they had to work out all the time. It's their craft. My dude friends were wearing Hawaiian shirts and slamming Bud Lights for 23 out of 24 hours. Gotta a love day. the Midwest, you know? <laughs> the Midwest <laughs> is the best. But my guy friends were party dudes. They were not like, hey, yeah. how much protein did you eat? Did you see this workout video? Let's go do it. Let's do a workout challenge. And neither were my girlfriends. The only time we worked out was like a month before spring break. And we would go to the gym and run on the treadmill and watch Britney Spears music videos and then eat like a can of beans for dinner. It was so unhealthy. Pure but that's protein. the only way. Yep. <laughs> this only time we would work out is like a month before spring break. And then we would come back and resume eating pizza and drinking vodka. I mean, the workout culture, at least in my college experience, did not exist when I went to college. So that's why I see yep. these girls at the gym, Steve, and they're in super cute crop tops and like high-waisted uh, yoga pants. And they have full makeup on. And they're doing all of these intense workouts. And they look awesome. I'm intimidated. I'm like, I can't be as cool as these girls. Now, I don't know how to get in. I actually think these these bros will appreciate you um, because you're not doing that. And I think here's your in. I think you have to work on a sit like if there's two rowing machines next to each other or something, or there's like a lat pull down to two next to each other. And one got one of these guys is at that pull up next to it, do your thing. You know, kind of look over at that person and see if they're doing something or try to pick up a couple tips. And then they'll kind of notice that you're looking at them. And then when they do, you can say like, hey, like, you know, I'm really trying to get my back situation going. Like, I just want to I want my I want my delts to be a little bit stronger. Do you have any kind of advice for that? You're hitting them twofold. Not only are you this kind of intriguingly cool, older, attractive person, girl at the gym, but also you're taking the gym seriously because they take the gym really seriously. So you got you're killing them with it's like a double knockout punch for you. And I think those guys are going to eat that shit right up. I already think that they've checked you out and they know who you are. They they might be a little bit more like, I don't know. They might be a little bit, I guess, hidden about it or at least a little more. No, they're checking out these young, hot things who are also I don't know. doing split squats. You're with probably a ton right. Of you're probably right. But I think you're underestimating the amount of dudes like that walk into a gym. I think they they kind of know what the female scene is. And they've if, if you've been there consistently hmm. enough, they absolutely have noticed you and know who you are. And then if you ask them for a couple pointers on stuff that they're working out on, they're going to be like, this chick's cool as fuck. Like, we got to get her in the crew. And then you start asking what time they show up and like, what their workout regimen is. And what. then you can get into protein. I don't, I don't know if you're going to take the same amount of protein as they are, the same kind of protein as they are. But then then you're in their circle. And then I think from there, you're like the cool sort of like older chick who's trying to get after it at the gym. So I think that's your in. I don't know, Steve, because I feel like if I'm like, hey, what time are you guys showing up tomorrow? They're going to be like, no, 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 you don't ask. You're going to kidnap us. No, 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 Michelle, you do not. Well, first off, that's ridiculous. But no, you don't. You don't ask them what time they're showing up. You, they will eventually be like, hey, do you like? Do you want to? They'll ask you like, what time do you usually come by? Hey, we got this thing going on tomorrow. Or ask them for like a write up of what their workout regimen is, and maybe they'll be like, hey, why don't you just join us tomorrow? Like, we're day one starts tomorrow. You know. I think that's the way to do it. Should we do a no, challenge? Don't, don't be pushy. Like, hey, don't guys, want to do a two-week death ask them, challenge? Ask them what their goals are. Like, hey, like, what are you trying to do? What do you want to do? And then, and then you guys can share, like, hey, you're telling, you, know, you want to get your arms a little more toned or whatever, belly situation. And then you guys can kind of share what your goals are. And then they kind of know the deal. And they're like, again, they're like, this chick is, like, kind of serious. Like, I respect the hell out of this. Because the only thing I would say, too, though, is do you have to 
Like if you're not filming yourself working out, do they think you're not cool? That would be my only question. Probably. They probably I, already don't think I'm cool. But you know, Steve, have you ever seen the Jimmy Fallon's get ill and the stepdad Gary comes down the stairs and he's like, hey guys, it's me, Gary. Want a snack? That's going to be me at the gym. Hey guys, working on your delts? Like what's going on? What kind of or, snacks are we working on? Or it's like the Steve Buscemi, how do you do fellow kids with the skateboard on his back? And you're like, <laughs> that's me. That's you're totally showing up me with like, you know, workout clothes from like the mid 2000s. And there's just like thought central around you and every crop top and whatever it is. Uh, yeah, that could happen. That could happen. But again, I actually think guys are always intrigued by older girls. I'm telling you, I'm just telling you right now. I don't know. I just They're way, think that guys are way more intrigued by that. Yeah. But I don't want them to think that I want to like hang out with them sexually, Steve. I want them to just, no, I, I know. You know what I really need to is like, if Paul, my trainer is not there, I cannot lift the plates to put it on the squat rack. I'm that weak. I the need 45s? The I'm, I can't lift it. Oh, so then I'm there's like, your I name, need- Michelle. I need the dudes to be like, oh, Michelle's here. Hey, we'll set it up for you. We got you, girl. Like, I just need them to, you know, motivate me and hype me up. That's your in, though, then. You just answered your own question. Say, hey, Paul, sit sit this one out. Well, maybe I'm going to go tomorrow solo, Paul. I love you. But like, you know, I got some things I got to take care of. And then when they see, hey, ask him for a favor. Hey, could you put these 45s on? Like, damn, she's working with 45s. Like, good for her. And again, then you're on their fly. radar. Yeah, you, you just like lift it up and put it right back on the bar. <laughs> and you're like, nope, can't do it. I like fall over and get injured. And they're like, oh. Yeah, it's and like, you're like, don't worry. I'm just trying to max. I'm, I'm just injured. maxing today. Don't worry about it. Uh, anyway. Yeah, but yeah, whatever. Don't even worry about it. I think that's interesting. Okay. I think that's the way to go about it. I don't think you're, again, you can't be like super forward and ask to be asked what time they're working out or be like ask a thousand questions. No, that's creepy. But it's if totally you, creepy. And but if you like subtly ask a couple things and they see you doing stuff or you ask them to put a 45 on, on, on the bar, they're going to be interested. They're going to be they're going to be interested because they know you're okay. the real deal. So I'm happy. Well, I like I'm not this. the real deal. It'll be such a poser moment. But see, they're talking about Maverick all the time. I've been studying them like anthropology style. And I'm like, should I just go see Maverick and be like, hey, that new Maverick, that new Top Gun. Yeah. What would you guys Miles think Keller? of the original? Yeah. What would you guys think of the original? John Hamm, St. Louis guy, am I right? Why, why, don't you guys, why don't you guys have mustaches? What's going on with that? <laughs> oh, my God. I did. Is Miles Teller in the movie? Yeah. I did hang out with Miles Teller one night with Rosello when we were at the oh. baseball all-star game. Okay. Yeah. So maybe that's my end. Like, oh, Maverick? Hey. I'm out with Miles Teller one you time. Guys know, you guys know Miles Teller. <laughs> I do. <laughs> that would be such a fucking hilarious end. Like, who's this? What is she talking about? Uh, and I actually don't know him at all. He literally talked to Ryan the entire time. And I talked to his wife, who was great. She was awesome. But I talked to his wife. Oh, the then whole that's time. what you could say. Be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm very friendly with his wife. Don't worry about it. You know, she's, you know, she, she was telling me about, you know, the workout regimen for top. Not a big deal. Uh, oh my god but steve they're the cool kids it's literally like the plastics at in mean girls and i'm like yeah. the, the weird art people i'm just over there being like wow you guys wear pink on wednesdays that's pretty cool you guys work on your arms on tuesdays seems like yeah. fun yeah this is one of those things I, it's good that i'm turning into a dad soon because i've never felt less cool in my entire life so oh me too the time all cool has left my body but <laughs> see don't you think that that between your advice and then ryan who is a gym rat he would know what to do i thought about texting him but he would just be like you're an idiot he would he would but this is actually a, this would actually be a good life advice question so i i do we may have to get we have we have to follow up on actual life advice on ryan's pod and see what the deal is because he would he would know yeah i mean we usually I would, we get I could pose usually we get questions about the opposite like how do you approach a girl at the gym and you know the answer is she knows if she's into you, dude. Either either she's into you or she's not. Like, yeah. And there's really nothing you could say at the gym that's gonna really. It's like at a bar. It's the same deal. Um, 
But uh, we never had it the other way around. So that actually could be pretty interesting. We're trying to get more female Animal. perspective on life advice. So this is perfect. Oh, well, hello. And especially because I'm older and they're younger. Like there's no way that I don't look desperate and weird. That's it's the problem. There's no, there's no entry point for me. It's the exact opposite of what we usually do, which is why this is actually perfect. But I don't okay, know. well, you pitch it to Ryan. You let me know if I, right, we'll if I need to give it to Ryan. I don't know what, I don't okay, know what well, advice Kyle is going to give to you on that one, but I don't know. You never know. He's not a genius. You know guy. what? I can guarantee it'll be hilarious. That's true. His, his, floor, <laughs> his floor is a B, as we say. He's, he's kid never misses. Okay, so before we do the dad quiz, I did have something I also wanted to tell you. So while you were at a bachelor party, I was in New York City and I had Classics. a run in with, with a real housewife. Uh, are you now friends with a real was a run in as like a good thing or a bad thing? No, a good thing. Like we kicked it for oh, could, do I know, for I, a night and a day? Could you share the name? Yes. Me? Okay. So, do you watch the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? I mean, obviously not. But for our listeners who probably do, you should definitely share the name. Okay. So here's what happened. Uh, two of my friends got a dog. Um, Bowen. Shout out to Bowen. Love that. Super cute. Yeah, he's a, I believe, a mini Bernadoodle. And boy, is he a doll. He is the cutest dog you've ever seen. And they had a sip and see, a party for all of their friends to come over and meet the dog. And uh, they have this great place that has a big terrace. And I'm sitting outside. And um, one of the owners of the dog in the home, Brendan, comes up to me. And he's like, hey, I want to introduce you to someone. And because he knows I love Bravo and that I love the housewives. And he brings me over and he introduces me to Sutton from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I'm like, oh, what's up, girl? And she's there with her esthetician, Tomas. And we're just all kicking it. We're having drinks. We're having a great time. And uh, we're taking videos, having a good time. They're asking me about my job. We're talking a little Bravo. Great time. And she's like, oh my gosh, what are you doing tonight? You should come hang out with us. And I was like, actually, I'm going to a dinner and I have to leave in like 40 minutes. And uh, then we're going to a concert in Brooklyn. So I can't. And Steve, this woman is very stylish. You know, she's in Beverly Hills. She's got the money. She's got the class. She's got the style. And she kind of looks me up and down and she goes, you're going to dinner and you're, where are you going and who are you going with? And I told her who I was going, um, told her where I was going. And she's like, you can't wear that to dinner. She's like, I'm <laughs> going to help you out. I'm telling you. Wait, in like a friendly you, way or like a dick way? This kind of seems like. No, in a friend, she goes, you need to look hotter than this. You look like a school teacher. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. like, I Googled her. So yes. what's her deal? She's older, right? She's, she's in her. I think know, she 40s. just turned 50. She told me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, looks like she's my age. She's so yeah, she gorgeous good. and so sweet. And so she's like, as a girl to girl, I cannot let you show up to this dinner wearing the school teacher dress. See, she takes me into our friend's bedroom. We change outfits. She totally styles me and this beautiful cashmere dress and this. Her dress? Or her her dress off her body and her jacket, which is gorgeous. She styles me up. We take all these photos together. She's like, here's my number. Text me after dinner. Let me know how it's Whoa. going. And we'll hang out. I was like, okay. So we exchange numbers. She sends me on my way. I go to dinner. I go to this concert in Brooklyn. Great time. Wake up in the morning. I had texted her because I was flying back to St. Louis. And I'm like, 
And these were gorgeous pieces that I wanted to make back to her. I was like, hey, let me know where you're staying. I have mm-hmm. yeah, uh, your stuff. stuff. I would like to return to you. And she was like, oh, good morning. Like, let's meet for lunch. I was like, okay, great. So I met Sutton from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills at uh, BG's, the restaurant in Bergdorf Goodman, right next to the park. And we exchanged clothes and we just had the lovely lunch. And she's great. And I loved her. And I think maybe now I'm best friends with the housewife. You have this incredible ability for people to just want to be friends with you. It's, it's, I mean, you have a lot of great qualities, but this might be your best quality. People just like, they, they gravitate to you. Uh, and honestly, typically like famous people, it's like very insane. Um, not insane. Like in that, like, I can't believe it. It's just really impressive because most people try really fucking hard to be friends with famous people. And I feel like you just like stumble into it all the time. You're like, ah, I was just like, I was like casually chatting with so-and-so. I was casually, all of a sudden I was trying on clothes from this, from, you know, from a, from a house, from a real housewife of Beverly Hills. What was your conversation lead up that she liked you? I'm mean, not that I'm surprised that she liked you so much. But how? What was your in? I don't even understand. Well, first of all, that's such a nice compliment. Thank you. Um, there was no in. It was just we she started was just chatting. From the word go, you were fucking. You guys we just started chatting. We started pod. chatting because she doesn't live there. About like. I think that kind of was how our conversation started because I was from St. Louis. She was coming in from California. We were both talking about our love of New York and how great it is to come to New York and all these things. And then we're talking skincare with Tomas. I mean, there's just all sorts of bing, bang, booms that are going on. She was asking me about my job and what it's like to be live on air. I talked a little bit with her about her job. And I don't know, it was just a very instant connection. She was so sweet and lovely. Maybe that's why, because normally I don't care. I'm like, oh, you're so-and-so, great, awesome, fun. Yeah. Don't care. Maybe that's a kind of a part of our job is we're around people that are yeah. kind of known people all the time and we just view them as people, right? But um, are you watching a video? I, cl- video? I literally <laughs> just clicked on the picture like of the Real Houses of Beverly Hills and realized it was a YouTube video, my bad. But yeah. Like, I love like- it. But I hadn't watched Beverly Hills. It's not that I don't love the the franchise or the series, but I hadn't watched this most recent season yet. And it's yeah. airing now. So I think that's why I was like, oh, cool. What's up? Because she wasn't fresh in my mind because I hadn't been watching. It was on my agenda to do so. I hadn't yet. So what I think is really interesting is, of course, once I got home, um, I started watching it because she and I had talked about some things that you know were playing out on the show. So I was like, oh, I'm going to watch it and see how my girl's doing. And what's hilarious is that she's kind of being painted as the villain so far this season. And, you know, it's just a comment that she made that was getting misconstrued or maybe she was bummed about it. Like she told you she was bummed about that or. Well, she was just kind of explaining how so far things had been playing out. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is that everyone's, of course, asking me about her because they're all watching the show and it's a very popular show. And I'm like, she could not have been sweeter or more generous. I mean, she gave me the clothes off her back for crying out loud or more lovely. So I just think it's so funny that my experience with her was 100% amazing. And then I watched the show and everyone's trying to paint her out to be this villain, which she was not. And I don't think she is. That's really cool. And it actually also sucks for her because I always think about that. I think we talked about Kristen Cavallari, how she didn't really know she was going to be the bad person in the hills and Laguna Beach and that whole scene. Which that has to be pretty shitty to take as a human to be like, oh, wait, they're painting. I'm, I'm the asshole here. Like, what the fuck is this? I didn't realize I was doing this. Um, wait, so what's the are you guys like still in contact? Is this is this going to be like a future friendship thing? Like, is she going to is she going to hit you up when she comes back to the East Coast if you're around in New York again? Because you're always in New York. Like, I mean, maybe we'll hang out again. The possibilities you know, are endless. Yeah. <laughs> Sutton, we texted a little bit when we both got home because we both you have each other's numbers. 
Okay. We had each other's number. She uh, she went back to LA. I went back to St. Louis. We texted a little bit afterwards. Uh, but she's off living her killer, amazing life. But um, yeah, I definitely would love to hang out with her again. She was just so great. But you know what? You know what I didn't realize, and this is actually why I wanted to bring this up. We're in sports and we hang out with a lot of athletes and, or, you know, like Ryan is certainly famous. Like when we would travel with Rosillo and Canal, Ryan and Danny get recognized a lot. Mm. Like we're around people who are generally recognizable. I did not realize that being reality TV famous is a whole other level of fame, whole other level of fame. Then like, Ryan, like there's, you're saying, then well, like not Ryan even type. just like Ryan, but like there's athletes that I know guys who are stars in the nhl that could go walk around new york and no one would recognize them she gets recognized everywhere whether it's the women that watch bravo or the dudes that watch bravo Mm. it crosses so many different demographics and i didn't realize i guess i did but until i kind of experienced it the reality tv level of fame is so much higher than so many things that's why the kardashians rule everything because reality tv is super famous we should do a game, and I don't know how you'd like find the right answer, but this could be like a fun future small talk episode of like who's more famous and pin people from totally different genres next yeah. to each other and say who. Because totally. like, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing this out there. So who's more famous, her or James Harden? That's a good one because James Harden is a star, but I and he's very recognizable with the beard. You know yeah. what I mean? He's got a specific look. But like she has, I mean, she tagged me in a picture and has like 400,000 Instagram followers. Who's more famous, uh, her or Clay Thompson? So, okay. I bet how tall is Clay's really tall. Six, so six. that's another thing. So if you're an athlete, he looks like you're an six, athlete. six, yeah. you, your people are going to know you're an athlete. But I bet more people in New York would recognize her than they would him. Then, yeah. like, I think people would look at Clay and be like, that guy's an athlete. But they might not be like, that's Clay Thompson. Whereas people were like, oh, that's Sun from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Like, she's very famous. Who's all right, different genre. Who's more famous, her, Sutton, or like Casey Musgraves? I'm always going to lean musician. Okay. And especially because Casey's a country pop crossover. So she hits two different. I'm demos. just trying to feel out where, like, what her level of fame is. Cause I have absolutely no idea. I don't know any of these women. Um, I know they're a big deal. They're just not in my like on my radar in the same way that a lot of sports figures are not on some other people's radars. I just I think that's fascinating. Like I, we should do this though. We should. I wonder if this would be like a, a good, two tiers. The only thing I don't know is how we would determine what the winner is. Is there a fame index that we can go off of? Of like well, we could look at socials. I mean, okay, let's look at Clay Thompson. Clay has on Instagram. Clay, Clay, great, great content by the way. Okay, so this is why we should look this up. Clay has 12.3 million followers yeah. and she has, Oh, she probably has way more than that then about 400,000. Oh my God. But again, how many of those are bots? He's been, you know, on a team that's been a dynasty in the NBA and he's a big star and she's only been on the show like a couple seasons. You know I, figured what I, mean? she'd have, I figured she would have more than him. That's actually really surprising to me. I know. I thought she would too. So that's why this is an interesting exercise, Okay, but but the Bravo fame is just, it's far reaching is, is my only take on it is that yeah. it's far reaching, but it's, it's just so funny how people are portrayed on reality TV, the role that the, the editors want to mm-hmm. shape for them and what people are like in real life. Mm-hmm. That is really interesting. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm pumped that you have a new friend and uh, like, so, so <laughs> if you, my last question on this, if you, if you went to, you know, 
if you went to LA in a week, you'd be cool. Would you be cool texting her, being like, "Hey, what's up? Let's get let's get lunch. Let's get your." Like, oh, we, oh I would totally. I would totally be cool texting her. I would not expect a text back. Interesting. Not because she's not so sweet and lovely and that she wouldn't return it, but I feel like she'd be like, wait, who's this girl? Oh yeah, we had lunch together in New York. She, like she's got this whole vibrant life. I don't expect She went her out of her way to me. give you her clothes and then also get lunch with you. That's not a normal just like, hey, put, I mean, that's beyond just like a casual, like being friendly. That's pretty, that means she really, Let me tell you something. Like, she really liked your vibe, which I mean, I get it. Listen. You know what? I can crack the housewives. I can't crack the dudes at the gym. I mean, dudes it's unbelievable. Well, the dudes at the gym are pretty simple-minded. Like, either you're on their same path demo. or you're not. Yeah, it's a tough demo to crack. But she inspired me, Steve, because I said to her, I was like, this is so... And I mean, let me tell you, the clothes she gave me were designer. They were luxurious. They were gorgeous. I go, you are so generous that you would give me these pieces off your back and mm. you've known me for two hours to make sure that I look fire going into this dinner. And she, I go, I, I got to be honest. I don't know if I would do that. And she goes, well, you got to get better friends then. And you got to be a better friend. And I was like, and she she was so right. I was like, I like you know what? I You're like right. This woman. I, I'm like, I love I her. You, I love I her. Think and that I, I would like, like a lot of them because, you know, just stereotypes awesome. or whatever. They seem like divas and, you know, whatever. It's like a lot of rich people problems. But like, that's fucking, that's a great vibe. That's like great Isn't advice. That an awesome vibe? Yeah. I know. And so I was like, I want to be the girl that, and you know, I'm the girl that if we're in the bathroom at a club or a bar, I'll be like, you look high. You look awesome. Like I love to hype up strangers. Dudes but, never do that. That's a girl thing. Dudes never. We were just talking about this the other day. We need, to, we need to normalize dudes complimenting and helping other dudes. Michael Jr. is going to join us on the next episode of Small Talk, and we're going to change that narrative. This is this is a segment that's in action, so put a pin in that. But I need to be the girl who's like, you look great. Here's my hair clip or whatever. Like, I just need to mm-hmm. be more, I need to have more of a generous spirit when it comes to engaging with people like that. Like, well, I'm you, the type of girl You would do that, that with your friends, though, but you wouldn't do that to a stranger. That's that's the difference. It's like, yeah, it's just... I guess you were cool by association. Though. You were at you were at the party. Obviously, you weren't like a loser because you wouldn't have been there in the first place if these people didn't like yeah, you. Yeah, you get the stamp of approval when you're invited to the party, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But but even with my girlfriends, I'd be like, okay, borrow my earrings. Sure, do this. I don't know if I would take the clothes off my back. If I was going out that night, I don't know if I would take the clothes off my back to give to her, to a friend. Right. Certainly not a stranger. But you know what? Like I said, she inspired me and I want to be more like her. So that's my story. I agree. That's good shit. All right. Okay, nice. are you ready to find out if you're ready All to right. be a dad? The answer is probably no, but yes, let's do this. I'm nervous. Okay, so Saruti is going to be a new dad. Baby C, she's coming on Halloween in October. So that gives you July, August, September, October. Oh, you got about four months to yep. get your shit together if you're not ready to be a dad. Okay, so this is a quiz. I'm going to give the question, and then I'm going to give you the multiple choice. Okay, so oh, multiple, multiple choice. choice. All right, this is yes. good. I was always good at those, the, what was it, the, the Scantron tests? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll just, okay. I found yeah. one that has multiple choice because, like I said, these are difficult questions that I fully right. don't expect you to know the answers to. All right, are these because, like science Steve, I don't questions? Know the are, they, are they, you know, or what? Just why? buckle up. All You're right. ready. All right. Okay. Let's How many are there? The flow. I think there's 10. All right, cool. Okay. Question number one, Steve Cerruti's new father IQ. How long should you let your newborn cry before responding? Should you pick her up right away instead of letting her cry? Five to 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes, or until she stops? Okay. I'm pretty sure I know this one, although it's definitely not until she stops. Although, first off, it's it's not right away. It's not right away because 
you're supposed to, I, there's like a self-soothing thing. And I, I know this from having talked to other mothers, right? And you're like nodding in approval. So I feel like I'm on the right track here. Like you're not oh, supposed to- Oh, I shouldn't do that, sorry. No, 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 honestly, I, I like the approval. This is helping me okay. out. But I do know that you're not supposed to do it right away because then that teaches them that you'll come whenever they cry and you don't want that. You don't want to get that into, into, into like a pattern. But it's also don't, you know, they shouldn't self-soothe for hours if they're wailing for hours. So it was five to 10 or what, or 10 to 15? Uh, those are your other two options, five to 10 or 10 to 15. I'm going to say 10 to 15. Okay. Moving on to the next one. We oh, don't I don't, I don't, oh, the end. no. We don't find out yeah. till the end. All okay. Right. How many times a day does the average newborn eat? Three meals a day, every four hours, eight to 10 times, or on the hour, every hour? I'm going to say eight to 10. I don't think it's on the hour, every hour, but it's a lot. They're on the boob a lot, <laughs> I think. <laughs> it's what? It's, it's facts. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. I can't wait for you to be a dad. I just cannot <laughs> wait for you to be a dad. This is going to be the best ever. I feel okay. good about both my answers, by the way, so far. This okay, good. I'm glad you're feeling good. Confidence is through the yeah. roof here. And I think you might know this one. What's the standard advice on how long after childbirth you should wait until you and your partner can have sex again? Is it one week, six weeks, three months, six months, or until her doctor gives her the green light? I'm going to say it was six weeks was the second one. Yes. That's I'm going to say six one. weeks. I'm going to say okay. six weeks. One week seems aggressive. Uh, and then the what was the other one? Three months? That seems also very aggressive. Three months or six months. Okay. Six, six weeks. Yeah. Steve, what is the number one never leave home without it item you should bring for an afternoon at the park with your six-month-old? Okay. Your cell phone, a burp cloth, a video camera, a diaper, or sand toys. I mean, I feel like it has to be a diaper. <laughs> Cell phones also extremely important. The sand toys don't seem very important in this in this situation. Uh, I'm gonna say a diaper. I don't I don't feel good about any of those. I mean, I would bring my cell phone, but but I don't know that that's the right answer. Okay. When can you start reading to your baby? Right away. It's never too soon. Four to six months when she can sit up on her own. Or when she's at least a year old? I have no idea, but I would assume right away. I don't know why it would be, why you wouldn't be able to read to them right away. I mean, they definitely don't understand what you're saying, but at least to like have verbal cues and stuff from, I don't know why that would be a bad thing. So I'll say right away. Okay. And the reason I chose this is because there's questions about your partner as well. Like the sex oh, okay. question and this one. I loved this question. What sort of postpartum present would your partner turned mom probably appreciate the most? an outfit for the baby, a bouquet of flowers, or a gift certificate to pamper herself with a facial massage or manicure and the time off to schedule it. Ah, oh, the last one, obviously. Come on. Not baby clothes. <laughs> what do Graco, I don't know all of these brands, so I'm, I might butcher this because I'm not a mother. Yeah. What do Graco, Peg Perego, and McLaren have in common? They were F heroes. F1 and teams. F1 teams. Yeah, shout out F1. They were heroes in World War One. They make pasta and tomato sauce. They build sturdy strollers or their wineries in California's Napa Valley. I mean, it has to be strollers. Why would it be anything else? It's the baby quiz. <laughs> what? I know. That was the layup. <laughs> All right. I got one. Yeah, you got one. So congratulations. Which one of these should you use to clean your baby's umbilical cord? Rubbing alcohol, nothing. It's best to leave it alone. Soap right. and water or baby shampoo. I'm going to say soap and water. Okay. 
Okay. And you know it falls off, right? The umbilical cord? So that you cut it when you're at the hospital and then it's the other part of it is still on the baby and it oh, and they black tie it? and shrivels and yeah. it falls off. Yeah, yeah I did. I did kind of, I don't know how long that takes, but I did. So can't wait for that. It has to be, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's baby shampoo, but I'll say soap and water. Where's the safest place in the car for your new baby to ride? On someone's lap in the back seat and an infant car seat facing forward in the front seat and an infant car seat facing back front seat or in an infant car seat facing backward in the back seat. Backward in the back seat. I'm pretty sure is the right answer. You're also giving me a nice smile. So I think that is correct. In someone's arms, in their lap. Yeah, that's what is this like 1950? Jesus. Remember when Britney Spears did that? She Whenever you need seatbelts. Yeah. No. Right. What should you always bring your wife when she breastfeeds? A glass of water, a magazine, her favorite beer, or the TV remote? Her favorite beer. Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm going to. Man, I mean, this isn't this is kind of subjective, isn't it? I don't whatever she wants. I, I'm going to say the TV remote. I don't know who reads magazines know. anymore. The correct answer is whatever she wants, but that's not an option. So you're saying the TV remote? I think so. Um, yeah, I think so. At what age do most babies sleep through the night? Three weeks, three months, nine months or two years? It's either three or nine. I'm going to say, oh, this is tough. I'm, I'm going to, oh, man. Three months seems really early, doesn't it? Three months? I don't know. I'm, I don't but know. nine months seems way too long. If you gave me a six month, I'd say it's six. Uh, give me three. I get, uh, give me three. I don't know. It's three or nine, but I'm going to, I'm going to guess three. It's definitely not two there. years. I feel like that's insane, right? I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? There's three left. Okay. The baby blues refer to songs women sing in the delivery room, sadness and moodiness that a woman experiences after giving birth, or the color of all newborn babies' eyes. Um, well, the sadness from the mother is like the postpartum, right? So that's not the, the, the that can't be it. So it has to be the eyes. What was the first one? Songs women sing in the delivery room. That's definitely not it. Yeah, it's gotta be okay. the eyes. Your partner is so sleep deprived that she can't see straight. You A, call your mother. B, ask your mother-in-law to come visit. C, offer to take the 2 a.m. feeding. Or D, hire a night nurse. Uh, C, the, the night feeding. I don't, I don't know why you would call your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably call my mom. I'd be like, I don't know what to do. Okay, last question. And then we'll find out how ready Steve is to I be a dad. I feel good about this. I don't know. Maybe I'm- You should. I think you've done well. What's the safest position for babies to sleep in? On her tummy, on her side, on her back, or in her car seat? Back. Definitely back. We're submitting. I feel good about this. Let's see. Hold on. Here are the results. Let me scroll down and see if there's a percentage here. It doesn't say. So we're just going to have to tell you yes or no. We're going to have to calculate ourselves. That's fine. Okay? I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll count the yeses. Okay, you count the yeses. Question number one, how long should you let your newborn cry before responding? You said 10 to 15 minutes. The correct answer is A, pick her up right away instead of letting her cry. Okay, that When is a newborn cries, the best thing to do is tune in and respond immediately because new babies crave the comfort of your arms. Oh, you know what? Yeah, because I think you're, I, I fucked this up. You're supposed, I think you do that when they're older, like at some point and they're like a couple months old. This is all right. That makes sense. Yes. I'm bummed about yes. that. All right. I still feel That's like okay. I was at least on the right track in some way. 
over one. Number two, how many times a day does the average newborn eat? So Rudy says eight to 10 times a day. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. He is correct. One Babies one. eat every two to three hours. So did, one I, for one. I did kind of know that. All right. Good, 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 good. What's the standard advice on how long after childbirth you should wait until you have sex again? Steve says six weeks, six weeks, and that's the correct answer. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Two for your boy. What's the number one never leave home without it item you should bring for an afternoon at the park with your six month old? Steve said a diaper and not a cell phone or sand toys. He's correct. <laughs> All right. Here we go. I, I mean, it just felt like weirdly obvious, even though I don't like that. I bring both. Bring your cell phone and a diaper. Anyway. What three and yeah, one? Three out of four. Steve is killing it. What sort of sort of postpartum present would your partner turn mom probably appreciate the most? Steve says a gift certificate to pamper herself and the time off to schedule it. And that is correct. Steve has gotten four right. It says, consider this. She won't appreciate the 45th new baby outfit or flowers. She needs time and something to give her a lift. Focus correct. on herself. Hell yeah. Okay, what do Graco, Peg, Parisio, and McLaren have in common? Steve says they build sturdy strollers. He's got five correct. I mean, I'm just listen. Unless this is like, unless I tank the end here, I feel like I'm ready to go. Dad vibes all the way. Which of these should you use to clean your baby's umbilical cord? Steve says soap and water. Ah. The correct answer is B, nothing to leave it alone. Oh my goodness. Okay. Wow. What if there's an infection? It's, it says wrong. doctors used to recommend cleaning it with alcohol, but most doctors now say to leave the stump alone. Keep it clean and dry until it falls off within a few weeks. The stump. That doesn't that's a very pleasing thing to hear. Yeah, just leave the stump until it falls off. <laughs> cool. Will do. All right. What am I? <laughs> what am I? Five and two, six and two. You're five and two. And five by and the two. way, you know, now when the baby comes, you're going to be like, oh my God, the stump is black. <laughs> you're going to be that calling it the useful stump. information because I don't know if I, I would not have thought that. So yeah. yeah, it is. I'm sure they give you a packet of info before you leave the hospital. True. Okay. This is very important. Where's the safest place in the car for your new baby to ride? Nailed Steve this. says in an infant car seat facing backwards in the back seat. And he is correct. Until your baby is at least a year old and weighs at least 20 pounds, the safest spot is in an infant car seat facing backwards in the back seat. Six out of eight. Let's go. What should you bring your wife when she breastfeeds? Steve says the TV remote. This question should correct- count if I get it wrong. <laughs> this is so the co- dumb. <laughs> the correct answer is A, a glass of water. Women who breastfeed need lots of water because it takes extra fluids to produce breast milk. All right. All right. I'll accept that. I probably should have said that. That was stupid. Six of nine. What age do most babies sleep through the night? Steve says three months. He's wrong. The correct answer is nine months. Yeah, see, I I should get a half one for that. I knew I knew it was one of those two, but all right. Six of ten. It says when when babies are able to sleep through the night and when they actually do are two very different things. Some as young as two or three months can snooze for six to eight hours. Others won't sleep this long until their first birthdays. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll allow it. That's fair. The baby blues refer to, Steve says, the color of all newborn babies' eyes. That's incorrect. The correct answer is B, sadness and moodiness that a woman may experience after giving birth. Wait, I thought that was, uh, okay, maybe I thought that was like postpartum depression, which obviously I know it is a pretty sad also, thing. So this is a different thing, or is this the same Also thing? known as the baby blues. Oh, that's the same thing. dumb. All right, well, the, well, you know what? Baby, the baby blues are also eyes, so, you know. The first one was stupid. What was the first? I forgot what even the first option was. I don't oh, know, the, Steve, the, but the tunes that people would sing in the in the in the nursery path. <laughs> yeah, songs women sing in the, right. in labor. All right, so what am I? Six of eleven. 
Six of 11. Quickly, Steve, you have taken a tumble. Yeah. Can you, can you turn this around? Your partner is so sleep deprived that she can't see straight. Steve says what he would do is offer to take the 2 a.m. feeding. And my man pulls ahead with another. Yeah. Yes. It says you need to get involved. Take the plunge. Give your wife a break. Yeah. Easy one. Easy one. All right. Last question. What's the safest position for babies to sleep in? Steve says on her back. Nailed this one. And he got it right. Research yes. has found that putting babies who sleep on their back significantly reduces their risk of sin. So when you when you lay that little angel down, put her on her back. Boom. So eight out of 13, I think it was. Eight out of 13. And you know what that is a percentage wise? That's 60, 62%. That's a solid D. And your boy is passed. <laughs> Let's go. It's like me in Spanish in college. Just getting by by the skin of my teeth. And you know what? I'm throwing the baby blues question out because you knew it was postpartum depression. Uh, yeah. And not the term. So what was up? So I say we even give you nine out of 13. And I knew it was either three or nine. I was in the ballpark of that one. And then the yes. first, I, even the first question, I was like, oh, I probably should have known that. I feel good about myself. I, I that, honestly, I did way better than I thought I was going to do. So Steve, I'm so proud of you. You killed it. I'm shocked you knew about the car seat. You knew weight. You knew how to lay the baby on its back when it's yep. sleeping. You have not done any research on how to be a dad. I already have dad vibes. You're did, ready to go. Did you know as many as I, or as, you probably knew more than I did, right? I would assume. I don't know. I knew about the car seat. Yes, I knew about the car seat. The the one I you did not know though, I knew something on the back. I did not know about the umbilical cord. I like you thought that it would be soap and water because that just seems like a gentle way to clean it. I would have not thought about just leaving it alone. <laughs> just let it rot and fall off. There you go. Good time. Disgusting. Get ready for that, Steve. That, There's gonna be all funny, sorts of fun things even, in your life. I wouldn't even imagine that's in the top ten of least of most disgusting things that happen when you become a parent. So that's uh, looking forward no. to that. Thankfully, you're having a girl because I have a lot of friends who have newborn boys that pee on them all the time. Just like shoots right up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying like we were hoping for a girl, but I'm excited. It is a girl. Very excited. Me too. Well, this one went long because we had to do the new dad IQ for Saruti. So no review this week, but you can always leave one on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, rate, review, five stars. You know the deal. If you're listening to this podcast when we only put one out every month or month and a half, you know the deal by now. Yeah, you know you're the, the you're real is. one. Yeah. yeah, you're an OG Shelly, which we appreciate and we love you. So Steve and I will hopefully be back in a couple weeks. But until then, to the dudes at the gym, sup but platonically. And your boy will be avoiding the gym. It's dad bot season soon. Thanks for listening to Small Talk. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the Podcast One app.